ECW live cast. This week we are covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 90 and 91 from January 10th and January 17th of 1995. Here we are in a new year, 1995. I can't wait for it. I'm Mike Crew along with JV as always. JV, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. Just like fucking trying to stay sane. This fucking <laughs> swing of bullshit going on everywhere in Boston sports and yeah. Oh man, we're nonstop with games. We got Celtics, we got the Bruins. Yeah, it's then, awesome. Yeah, even the Red Sox are fucking doing damn good right now too. So yeah, we got that every night. <laughs> it's like, when we're we gonna record? There's a fucking game on. <laughs> yeah. Even right now, as we record this, it's Memorial Day. We're recording this. Yeah. We're getting this the- out to you. You know, just a couple of days after this, and it's the Bruins against the Islanders. Yep. Right now, and the Bruins are making a little comeback. They were down was three it? to one. Now they're down three to two with eight and a half minutes left in the third. Wow. Oh, fucking yeah. tight one. Yeah. yeah, I never watched the Bruins, but I had it on before we started recording. And they were up one oh. I turned it on. They were up one nothing. And I've told you this, like anytime I watch the Bruins, they lose. I'm like <laughs> their biggest fucking hex. Like it's just not made for me to watch the Bruins as much as I'm a big Boston sports guy. Stop watching the game. Fucking one one. Like, ah oh, geez. Two one. 3-1. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm done. I got to shut this off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't turn it on. I'll keep it on silent over here yeah. and keep an eye on it. <laughs> but, yeah, we're getting into 1995 ECW, so that's fucking exciting, man. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It's, get, it's getting good. You can see the talent starting to come in. The production's starting to get better. It's going to yeah. be uh, the ride is just starting. Yeah, it's we like we just through. got out of spring training and... Now, now it's the real 94. season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 93-94 is the spring season. And here we are. We're going into opening day. It's January of 1995. And we got the new prospect coming in. We got Raven coming in. Oh, boy. So that's going to change things around here in ECW. So I can't wait to get to it. Well, thanks again, BT, BTT Army, for always joining in and taking a look at what we have here going on in the extreme ECW live cast. As we are members of that BTT JV Goon Squad, as all of you guys are too. And uh, don't let Doc talk any shit about us or any of the other JV Goon Squad shows because, hey, we're here. There's nothing he can do about it. We got good content too. So, fuck him. That's <laughs> <is> the <laughs> bottom line. <laughs> and he said, he said, oh, I'll, I'll go on that ECW show when they get to 1995. Well, all right. We'll see. We'll see if he keeps up with that. 
see if he keeps his word with checking us out in 1995. He likes to talk shit. I know he's just playing around, even though he likes to act like he's a heel. But fuck him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so with that said, you can follow us on Twitter at ExtremeCast. Follow me, Mike Pru, at NPRU83. And follow JV at John Van Damage. And also check us out. We got the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And we've gone through over 160 episodes at this point. We've been rocking since September of 2018. And here we are now in, in you know, fucking June. You're hearing this in June, June of 2021. And we've gone through most of his career at this point. We've gone through from December 95 all the way now to February of 2002. So we're at that fucking end point where things start to get shitty. <laughs> shitty in a way for his career, but still good to cover because it's good to see that end point. But that's where we are now. And, you know, we're just on the verge of WrestleMania 18. He has to deal with the NWO and Scott Hall. So check that show out. It's Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. We've covered so many great things there. So if you like us here, check us out over there. We're on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. And we're on every podcast platform. So please check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Also, got to give a quick shout out to Richard Land and Graham Cawthon, who are the curators of history of the W. History of WWE.com. Don't want to say history of the WWE.com because then you'll be going to a wrong website. It's history <laughs> of WWE.com. And they have so much content in terms of house shows, pay-per-view results for all wrestling, not just WWE, WWF, but everything. So we get a lot of information over there for, for ECW to help us out. But special thanks to Richard Land for providing us the episodes that we need to cover these episodes that we do here on the Extreme ECW Livecast because WWE fucked us with that Peacock deal, as we've talked about before. So we don't have access to that. So Richard Land has provided us with his special content. And that's what we're going to use in the weeks to come, as we have been, to cover these shows. And... I'm I'm thinking I'm just gonna keep hitting them up for episodes because I like these original episodes instead of the fucking WWE Network ones. Yeah, I so. think um, they're a lot better. Yeah, I I, well, I wish um, I don't want to say I don't know I don't know a part of me really wishes that we just used all his shit the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna do that once I get the sense that he's like ah fuck off man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, until he's annoyed. Yeah, like, you need more. It's like it's back. You guys have access to it. Like, it's a good shit. We'll give you the fucking network money. We'll give yeah. you fucking ten dollars a month or whatever it is. Right, you want money? We'll pay you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we want the unedited goodness with like fucking real musician music in the back. Because these ECW shows also seem a lot more interesting now um, and entertaining because of you know we're seeing non copyright music. Right, and it's. It's oh, never, actually, I take that back. We're 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 listening to copyright music, right? And it's the original art that was presented. You know, art I'm using loosely here, but it was the way it was intended to be watched. Is oh, I like Paulie is picking this song to be used, 
or this wrestler wants to come down to this music for a reason because of their character. So all that plays in to what ECW really was. Yep. Instead of WWE just changing it with some bullshit music. So yeah, we're going to try to keep using this as long as we can. And I think if we give Richard a big enough time frame to get the episodes, like, hey, we're moving on to March next month. Can you get us March? <laughs> like, we don't need it tomorrow. you got weeks to give it to us. No rush. So I think if I play it that way, he might be cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> He's generally been cool anyway, and I'm sure he'll be cool anyway. But I don't like to take advantage of our, our, of our friends that help us out for, for nothing. What we have coming up here is January 10th and January 17th, 1995. And everything that's from these shows that we're going to cover comes from the first ECW Arena show of the year. And that's January 7th, 1995. So, a big show to kick off the year. Uh, we, we last left off, Joey Styles announced that Tully Blanchard was going to be taking on Shane Douglas at that January 7th, 1995 show. So, we'll be hearing about that. We'll be hearing about Stevie Richards bringing in his his friend, we don't have a name for other than we know it's Scott Levy. We know it's Scotty the Body, Johnny Polo. But what's he going to be like here in ECW? We're going to find that out on this first episode that we cover here on January 10th, 1995. Let's get into it. And again, if you want to watch along with us, you have that option. If you're a BTT member, as you obviously are, if you're listening to us right now, but you may not have access to it yet. If you want access to these episodes, send an email over to bookingtheterritory at gmail.com and ask Mike Mills for access to the to the PTT uh, drive, which has all different episodes, has WCW, has NWA from a certain amount of years, has Class of Champions, and then, of course, it has the ECW. And you go to ECW folder, and our episodes are available right there for you to watch along with us. So, if you have access to that already, go ahead, go ahead and go over to January tenth, nineteen ninety five, and get ready to go. JV, are you ready to go? I'm ready, bro. All right, so I'll give a countdown as usual. I'll count down three down to one. When I say play, we will all click play. Three, two. One play. Shane Douglas, one of the horses. Tully. Alright, we've got Tully Blanchard with a with a vest on. <laughs> with a, not a vest, but a the fuck is that a robe? Robe. There you go. <laughs> trying to be trying to be Ric Flair with a robe. He turns around, he says everyone's hey. trying to be Ric Flair. <laughs> he says, Oh, you wanted to talk to a member of the four horsemen? Oh, you got this one instead. Tully Blanchard. Man, and this music's already pumping me up. This quality of video is great. And the audio sounds great. And JV, when you cut this audio, this is some good stuff. I actually have to lower it because I don't know if I can hear you. <laughs> there we go. All right. No, I wasn't talking. Okay. Get a little scared. <laughs> I was... I was... Enjoying the scene here. There we go. ECW join the revolution. All right, Joey Styles. Joey. 
And he's kicking off a new show. Like I said, it's the January 7th, 1995 show. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, this is when they actually did open it up for more fans. Remember all the way back in 93 and early 94, I was like, I feel like more people fit into this place. And this is the time where they actually do open it up and they get nice. more seating. ECW's legit in January of 95. Who still sucks? They're saying you still suck. Stevie. Oh yeah, here we go, Stevie Richards. But here comes Steve Richards, dressed in his Stevie Hot Body outfit. He's got his paint. What's he gotta say? We know what's coming, but here it is. I'll lay out. Hear this. Last week here on Extreme Championship Wrestling, you claimed that you would produce Johnny Polo. I've been here all day. He's not here. Let me tell you something, Joey Styles. This is the most exciting day of my life. This. Nothing compares to this. Not Haley's comment. Not the assassination of JFK. Not even the signing of the United States Constitution. Extreme Championship Wrestling. And Joey Styles, I am a man of my word. Of course, I am not going to produce Johnny Paul. I knew it. I knew it. See, you couldn't find him. He's gone. He's history. He left the spot. No, no, no. I am not going to produce Scotty Flamingo. And I'm not going to produce Scotty Labonte. You see, I'm chanting for nine while I want to choke someone. Look at me in this dude. Now I hear a story about Tommy Dreamer touring Japan. He's in Japan. I think that's a bunch of BS. Oh, he's in I think he's back in Yonkers hiding because he knew my man was going to be here tonight. But let's not talk about Tommy Dreamer because, as I said, January 7th, 1995 is an historical night in extreme championship wrestling. And now, Joey Styles. It's about time. We've only got an hour, you know. I have as much time as I want. Now, I'd like to give all you punks out there the debut. No, no, not the debut. The birth of the Raven. Raven? The Raven. Such a fucking great character. Gotta keep it separated. Got the offspring music playing. And they're heading to the ring entrance area. And there he is. 
Fucking Scotty Flamingo, Scotty Duhati, Johnny Polo, and New Gear. Leather jacket. Flannel shirt tied around his waist with his jean shorts. Nose pierced. Dyed hair. What a, what a fucking look. There are 12 year old kids in crack filled stupors. Parents are abusing their children. We've all had that happen. Did you ever wake up with a stack of cardboard boxes for a pillow? No. no. And a newspaper for a blanket? No. Then do not let it happen again. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. It won't happen. I want elimination by any means. Necessary. Yes, sir. Yes. Quote yes. to Raven. Yes, sir. Never yes, more. Yes, Scotty. I mean, John, I mean, Raven. 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 <laughs> <laughs> First quote to Raven. You didn't to see me, did you? No more. Hey, wait a minute. You're just a breathable piece of garbage. You're not all there, are you? You've been away. I can tell. Check. Joey Styles doesn't know what to make of Raven. Raven has this great control over Stevie Richards. He looks badass. Look at that stare, yeah. I always love the Raven. Well, Scotty Flamingo. I mean, uh, Stevie Flamingo, rather, as they calling him. Stevie Richards, Stevie Flamingo, Stevie the Body. They're showing a highlight package of him now on a win streak. But Dreamer does get a pinfall win over Stevie. So now we go to this match where Raven is at ringside. And Stevie's going to take on Hack Myers from the January 7th, 1995 show. Well, I'm, I'm assuming here that Hack Myers is not going to have a good night. <laughs> I think he's going to have to take a loss to Stevie with Raven at his side. But we'll see what happens. Man, Hack Myers. He looks fucking nuts. It's like nylons on his face. Yeah, he has nylons covering his face. Jeez, what's wrong with you, dude? He's trying to be the next McFoley. <laughs> <laughs> like, who says, yeah, dude, that's cool? Oh, yeah, he ripped it off his head at this point. Now we got a Hack Myers video package where he's getting his ass kicked from Taz. Oh, uh, this was funny when Public Enemy took Hack Myers as part of their group. Remember that? Oh, yeah. This was awesome. Making fun of his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was good, got... though. He had personality. He did. That was the only time he had some personality. Other than that, the crowd gives him personality by just chanting, Cha, cha, cha. We got right now, he's kicking the shit out of Chad Austin. That's pretty. This is new production that they have going on here. Is that prior to a match starting, they're giving a little highlight package of the wrestler. They did one for Stevie. Now they're doing one for Hack. 
I've always liked this kind of stuff. They must be thinking, like, New Year, this is what we're going to do. People might be tuning in for the first time. Let's show them some highlights of these guys because they've been around. That's a good idea. Like, people might be finally tuning in. They're now on MSG. Remember that. From the MSG network now for the first time. So that's a big audience in New York that they're probably like, all right, let them catch a glimpse of what they've done over the past year that they haven't seen. Yeah, massive market they have now. Right. So props to Paulie. And they're constantly changing the production. We've seen that ever since 93, is that they're always trying to find new things to do. So kudos to them. Stevie's mullet is out of hand. It sucks. It's untamed. And we, and we talked about it last week, last time, with the when I was talking about him with the Shawn Michaels type. But this is just way out of hand. His hair sucks. Like it needs <laughs> conditioner or something. Yeah, right. Right. It's not that the the style of just having the mullet is bad. It's the hair sucks. Yeah, there's no grease in it. Right. Like, the hair, like, isn't the mole supposed to have a little, look a little greasy? It's frizzy as fuck. It's damaged. He's got some damage yeah. there. <laughs> hey, nice swinging netbreaker from Stevie to Hack. And Hack is already taking a beating. Now, as I was saying, this is probably going to be like a Stevie Richards win because he has Raven hair. You would think that Hack would dominate <laughs> the match to start. And then Stevie pulls off some bullshit at the end. This match is starting with Stevie being the aggressor. That makes no sense. Stevie's the tough guy here. Snap Mare. Oh, he wants to be a title contender, don't they all? Don't they all? <laughs> I think that's why you get into it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You want to win the title so you can make more money. Then you hit that point where you realize, ah, maybe I'll never be world champion. I'll just make some money. Exactly. I'll just keep my job. I can't believe the constant offense from Richards. Yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah, why is Hackman like a puss right now? Leg drop from Richards. Crowd was chanting Shaw, 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 like to try to pump him up. Now they realize, oh shit, that's not happening. Now they're chanting boring. Alright, Hackmeyer gets a low blow in. The crowd finally chant cheers for him. Now they're happy. There they go, Cha, Shaw, Shaw. So Hackmeyer's. Nailing away on Stevie Richards, and the crowd is finally happy that they can chant their Shaw. Cactus Hack. Speaking of Cactus, you got to check out the A&E biography of Cactus Jack. Damn good. On Mick Foley. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Guy's the man. All of those are good. I'm still behind. 
The Booker T one was great. Cactus one is one of the best ones. Well, I saw those, the, are the two, uh, those are the two best ones. I saw the Roddy Piper one, but I don't. I never know if that's the biography or Dark Side. That's the bio, That's the biography one. That's A and E. I, I thought the Roddy Piper one was really good. Yeah, that was A and E. Yep, that was, that was good too. I started watching some of the Macho Man one. That was kind of. It felt like uh, hippies, right? Didn't feel like they were. It was being made in his best interest. Right. Yeah. Any. That's the crazy thing. Right. It's not what I expected. The tone wasn't like what I expected for Macho Man. No. Part of it was good, and then part of it's like, huh? Where's this going? Well, I caught it in the middle, so I didn't finish. Ooh. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, I, I can get your, those your assessment's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, there's Raven in the ring now. Oof. Referee's distracted. Fucking nice kick. Raven just fucking kicked Hack Myers in the head. But I think he has steel toe boots on. Which doesn't was... he have like um? Isn't he missing like a piece of his foot or something? Who? Raven. Not that I know of. Oh, I thought it's he was a... the guy that had to wear like a spe. He had wore a special boot. Oh, I didn't know that. Never heard that, but I know he fucking just kicked away on Hack Myers with the right boot. I don't. At the time, steel toe boots were like a cool thing to wear. Remember that? Yep. Doc Ma or Doc Martens. Yeah, yeah. Like tall black Doc Martens. Combat boots. I remember back in like '93, it was a cool thing for girls to have combat boots. Yeah. What the fuck did girls wear combat boots? In 1993. Why did they? Yeah, like, where the fuck did that come from? I think it was, like, salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah, didn't, um, like, Gwen Stacy wear combat boots, too? Yeah, she did, too. Yep. All right, so Stevie gets the win over Hack Myers thanks to Raven. Now Raven is part of ECW. And Joey Styles is flipping out here. Let's see if he has anything to say. Still talking about the seating. More combinations in this hot, shitty building. <laughs> We're going to stuff more people in here. It'll be less comfortable. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got something wrong with his foot. Like he was either... Like he either lost a piece of his foot or he was like... Born with a deformity. Guess oh. we'll find out. Someone's gonna correct us. That's listening, Rick Beebe or someone. Yeah, let us know, Rick. Dude, he's gonna be like, JV's there. right or <laughs> JV, you're fucking wrong again. <laughs> I don't think he ever says you're ever wrong. But... No, he doesn't. But that's how I take it because I'm insecure <laughs> about being wrong. I actually like being wrong. It's a learning point. Exactly. I don't like it, but I appreciate it. I could see the good in being wrong. It's a learning experience. Right. Hey, and we've always said, you know, and you, you know, you've always said that you're watching this as a first-time viewer for the most part. Yep. Anyway. And I haven't watched any of this in years. And don't try to be an expert on it. Which makes this fun. 
If I knew everything, it wouldn't be as fun to relive it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so Joey is talking about that Madison Square Garden Network debut that they've just had, which helps explain why there may be some new production quality and explaining more of their characters to a broader audience. They probably have a better, maybe they have a better time slot in New York. <laughs> maybe not. If, if it's not 3 a.m., maybe it's 1 a.m. That's a little better on a Saturday night. 1 a.m. Saturday night is fucking good wrestling time, though. Sometimes Ring of Honor and shit's on. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I used to watch Saturday Night Live all the time, and then Ring of Honor would come on right after. It's like, fucking sweet. I'm going to keep watching. All right, so we've got Public Enemy here. I don't know if there's any audio, but let's take a listen. There we go. Let's, let's hear this shit. <laughs> we got gold. Who's that guy sneaking in? Yeah, the hell? <laughs> the El he just rolled in there. Hey, I'm going in too. Fucking cigar lit and everything. Oh, who's this? Lovely lady. Is that the franchise? That franchise looks like the franchise. The man. He's got all the goods with him. I think that's Beulah McGillicuddy who just walked in with the hat. Oh, Beulah. She's coming in soon, so that might have been her, actually. Oh, yeah. Wearing that white hat. Alright, so Joey Styles now talking about the Mikey Whipwreck Paul Loria issue that we had on last episode. But in case you weren't watching along with the past segment, basically you had the the MSG party and Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge, Shane Douglas arrived to a building that was having the party. But now we're back to Mikey Whipwreck and Paul Loria. Paul Laurie looks like a little chump. <laughs> he fucking hopped right over that guardrail like a motherfucker. These are the Young Dragons. The tag team known as the Young Dragons that we've seen multiple times here. Going all the way back to early 94. <laughs> and he fucking nails them with those chairs. It's weird to me that this guy's never going to amount to as much because it's a pretty big... Like angle debut for him. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Comes in hot. I guess that's what kills him. Hey, I'm with Jason. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, this is a waste of time. And I'm wearing a white shirt with white jeans. <laughs> and little shitty shoes. Giant Paul. Giant Paul Loria. Later in this year, we will know of another Giant Paul. 
I'm in a giant WCW. Paul White. I'm Paul Loria. God. What's funny about this is like, all right, Mikey needs to have somebody he can kick their ass. Yeah. That's what this is all about. Because we know Mikey's not kicking any anybody's ass for real. Let's give him this little guy to kick his ass. <laughs> I don't understand why Joey Styles is the one helping Mikey out. Like, where's security? Where's anybody from the back? Let's help Mikey out. Oh, Joey Styles, the ring announcer, is bringing him back. And you got little Paul Laurie over here. Where's Mikey? Where's Mikey, man? I'm fucking 16 years old over here. <laughs> that was gross. Oh, a new segment. Extreme Encyclopedia. Unabridged 1995 edition. <laughs> Sandman. Oh, it's like Cigarette a... Smoke like a definition with a propensity for violence. Smoke is... Smokus Brolorius, a cigarette-smoking <laughs> wrestler with a propensity for violence, an athlete with no regard for wins or losses. So we give the definition of what the Sandman is. Smokus Brolorius. Oh, woman. JV, you want to read that one? Foxus Greedius, an <laughs> aberration of the classic American male fantasy of beauty and servitude. A seductive hench wrench with an appetite for money. A.K.A. a gold digger. Foxes Greedius. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, I'll do two cold Scorpio. A noun. Grapulous acrobatus. An aerial criminal. Criminal. <laughs> an aerial criminal whose high-flying actions break the laws of gravity and human comprehension. That is two cold scorpion. Grapulous acrobatus. And that is the extreme hey, encyclopedia. I like Unabridged. this. <laughs> I like that too. That's cool. See, and again, that goes along with what they're trying to do is get the audience familiar with their stars. That's exactly what they're doing. That's so cool. And it's all about what they're showing right now is their debut on the MSG network. And... The franchise is here partying with his girls. Hey, they got a good song here going on. Party yeah, song. Yeah. And they got some big titties going on there, too. Look at that blonde oh, with the nasty. blue holding the title. So God damn. Don't, 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 don't. What is that song? That, that could be our break song. What the fuck is I that? I forget. Don't, 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 don't. Like, or like the Chemical Brothers or something. You would hear that song, like, if you went out last year. Like, well, whenever you could go out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Oh, we can hear from the dates? Nice. 
Oh, they're back at the uh, the party, the big party. All right, here we go. Club Club Expo. All right, let's lay out and take a listen to this. And his entourage here for just a second, Joey. You got to get out of the camera angle because I got too many pretty women here. You need to take a seat to the background. Come on in here, ladies. You know something, Joey? As I landed that oh, big plane right there in LaGuardia, and I was taking my limousine right there through Queens, <laughs> and on my way into Manhattan, and boom, a flat tire. And Shit, I said, that other oh, girls man, are right. I gotta get the club expo. I look outside my limousine, and I see <laughs> gold fingers. I thought I'd go in and have a little drink, you know, to wet the whistle before I got the club expo. And I walk in, and I see all sorts of beautiful women. <laughs> and it's tough being a franchise, Joey. And anyway, I asked these ladies, I said, anybody want to jump on the bandwagon? How many women is it going to take to satisfy the franchise? <laughs> and as you see, the four most beautiful ladies in Goldfingers, maybe in the entire country, stepped out and said, we'll go out with your franchise. You know something, Joey? You always said that ECW wrestling was stiff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Oh, oh fuck! Oh. Why are they gonna cut the Ron Simmons right away? Now we gotta we gotta listen to him. All right, take a listen to Ron Simmons. If you had been black, you would have been accepted in the hood because you got guts. I'll give you that, and you can take a good beat. But somehow you've been managing to slip through the cracks and through the doggone slithering. Listen, I can tell you this. The 14th, when I get my hands on you for the final time in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at Davies Arena, brother, I have some tricks up my sleeve that even Houdini couldn't pull off. You hear me? Look, look how I spent my holidays. You think Ron Simmons like being in a sling? Huh? I'm the one that issues out the punishment. Nobody does this to me. Nobody. The 14th at Davies Arena in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I have got a trick for you. When this gets out of the sling, brother, believe me, it's all over. There will be no more mercy. I, you, could you want to take something to the extreme? I am the extremist. I am going to show you once and for all what being a world champion is about. Because when I take that belt from you in Fort Lauderdale at Davies Arena, brother, you are going to know that you have been beat by a man. And then I'm going to go down to Orlando at the Armory, already with the gold on, and I'm going to get back at the punks who did this to me. Malenko, Benoit, you have made a tragic mistake. Because when me and my boy Too Cold get in that, that ring with you, brother, it is going to be too cold on one end and too hot on the other. Oh, too cold too hot on the other. That was good shit. I like that. It's probably easier for him to do the promo with his ominous link, too. <laughs> yeah. To fucking hold the mic. <laughs> it's like a crutch. Hey, but how about how Shane Douglas ended up that ended that promo? That stiff comment. <laughs> Master of innuendo. Yeah, definitely. We we did catch a ha-ha from Scorpio to kick this one off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> too cold. All right, what's he going to say, too cold? All right, so there's Benoit Malenko. Colts called him out. Chris, you call yourself the Crippler now. You heard my boy Ross 
Oh, they get right in there. Malenko Benoit. Right after Scorpio. But let me tell you something. Coming up with all this fun this bull Tell you what, next week in Florida, me and my boy Ron Simmons will tell you what. Oh! Oof. See, you must be at your mother mind. <laughs> you must be out of your motherfucking mind for pushing me. Let me tell you something. Y'all in the wrong mother house tonight. I love oh, it. Yes. Dropping F-bombs. Fucking badass. <laughs> oh, drop kick to Maligo. Drop kick to Benoit. Scorpio doesn't give a fuck. I'll do this on my own tonight. Oh, but Benoit got him. Oh, got him in a nice suplex. Holy shit. Hey, good effort by Scorpio. Benoit snuck the suplex in. Now he got the shooter. Dean Malenko. Joined up. Oh, stun gun. Stun gun to Scorpio. Now. What a heel tandem that just came in here. Benoit and Malenko. And that's the shit that's going on here in ECW. You got Malenko and Benoit coming in as you know, relatively nobodies being badass heels here in ECW. Yep. We got Finnegan and Molino in at the same time. Hey, they're both back. Hey, Todd Gordon. Todd Gordon's there. Look at Gordon. <laughs> He's he back. Is. Shiny head. <laughs> Crowd chanting, whoop, there it is. All Scorpio's getting beat down. You know, a lot of this crowd obviously knows Malenko and Benoit. Right. Dirt cheat readers. So they're over just because of the fact that they're in the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> but for people tuning in, man, look at this fucking tandem of wrestlers. It's good shit. Oh, this, this is around the time that I, I start to watch, and I wasn't reading dirt sheets or anything. I'd see wrestlers for what they are and be like, holy shit, they're badass. <laughs> and, that, and that's what they were. Malenko and Benoit were badasses. Yep. Now, even a better badass, with the best badass woman there is, Foxus Greedius. <laughs> and we got Sandman Joe coming Styles out. Styles boycotting the match. Yeah, and this match is supposed to be Tuco Scorpio against the Sandman. And Sandman's coming out to his Metallica Enter the Sandman or Enter Sandman. And this entrance will probably be like 20 minutes. <laughs> Oof. Woman. Woman comes out. Benoit has left. Crazy. And politically incorrect, politically incorrect, and damn proud of it. Says the back of Sandman shirt. <laughs> and Malenko and Benoit try to break his neck, like they try to break Hackmeyer's neck. They 
Woman. Woman was a top star of the ladies of WCW in the early 90s. 89-90. Mm-hmm. Now here she is. She's like the lead woman of ECW. For, for all these other girls like Eula, Francine, Kimono, Wanalea, before all they all come in, it's woman. It's awesome. Bam. See, just seeing Sandman walk around the ring with woman right now and having us have to watch this and listen, it feels so much better having Metallica playing. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's some weird fucking melody in the background. Instead. Right, some bullshit. And it's such a great way to build up the crowd response, too. Sure is. Because now they're just waiting, but they get to hear this badass rock song. They get to interact because he's going to go around to every part of the ringside area. Stand there. Two Cold Scorpio has to sell like a motherfucker in the ring. Like, get the fuck in here already. Wow, look at woman. God damn. What camera shots. This quality, like I said, is damn good. I have such a different level of respect for her now. She wasn't as, like, vocal in WCW when I saw her. No, she wasn't as... She's, like, a very powerful woman in this show. I get early in WCW she was, but... Yeah, this angle with her, though, and her power control over Sandman and what she did to Tommy. And... It's awesome. And, yeah, her whole ECW run has been fucking amazing. Look at that. I gotta remember that time spot, because I'm gonna take a, a, a picture of that for the ECW cover art for this episode. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Is he bitching out? Of course well, not. He's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get much of a match here since this is dragging out for so long. But <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be a match. You think they actually ring the bell? Tuchel's in the corner. He's all fucking hunched over. Sandman figures. Sandman's fucking 110% full strength. Yeah. He finished his cigarette. He's doing stretches now. He's good yeah. to go. <laughs> oh, and he, he goes on the offense. He goes to attack Scorpio right away. Whip Scorpio right into the corner. The bell is rung. Here we go. We only have uh, seven minutes remaining on the show. Great. What do you mean looks hurt? He's been hurt. All right. He got fucked up earlier by Benoit and Malenko. Bullshit. We got, a we got a Sandman suplex coming here. A Sandplex. A standing Sandplex. <laughs> this is great. Look at that. Whoa. Oh. That was fucking sick. That was pretty good. That was a spinning standing suplex. 
A spinning sandplex. Dude, that was awesome. That's the best move I've ever seen from that fucking yeah, dude. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And I want some props for my name for that because that was pretty good and off the cuff. Standing <laughs> sandplex. <laughs> oh, that's not what it's called? No, I just made it up. <laughs> fucking great job, dude. <laughs> Standing sandplex! Oh my god! Yeah, he's probably never gonna do that thing ever again. So it's the one time we're gonna see that. Poof! <laughs> nice slam there. He's probably pissed. Oh, Scorpio, you don't think I can wrestle? No, I'll fucking do some wrestling moves to you. I didn't drink today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink today. I only smoked. Fuck you. I'm doing some wrestling spots. <laughs> I only ripped some butts. <laughs> Hey, we've seen Sandman do some wrestling early on in 93. Yeah, with his fucking surfer boy gimmick. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sandman's not going for the cover. He's like, hey, man, I'm fucking out of breath. I just I just did four moves. <laughs> I'm throwing him out of the ring now. <laughs> there he goes. Because <laughs> I need a break. Woman's smirking. <laughs> yeah, she's smiling. She's happy. Sandman's kicking some ass. Too cold. Sandman stalking Scorpio. Now Scorpio trying to battle back. Oh. With the knee lift. Scorpio battle back. Knee lift. Right, right Punch to the guardrail. And shoulder first into the guardrail goes to Sandman. Right into the guardrail again. Looks like he's trying to throw him over. Scorpio going to kick him. Yep. Pressing kick. Sandman's down on the ground. Scorpio grabs a steel chair. What's he going to do? He's going up. Going on the apron. Sandman's getting up. Ooh. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah. I thought he was going to jump further. I was yeah. kind of hoping like where Sandman is now, he'd be over there, and then he would just like launch from I thought he was going to do there. like a leg drop with it or something. Oh, yeah, that too. But he just came down with it on his head. Yeah, just being brutal, I guess. Just fucking nailing him with it. Scorpio tosses the chair back into the ring. And Sandman follows. Sandman, smart move. Quick thinking. Sandman grabs that chair. That was tossed into the ring. You toss the chair in the ring. You toss me. I'm grabbing that chair. Boom. Nails Scorpio. John Finnegan tosses the chair out of the ring. But Scorpio, already taking a previous beating from Malenko and Benoit. Shaking. Now just... Starting to get up, but Sandman, he's not taking advantage. No, he's kind of um, fucking off here. Not fucking yeah. off, but not not being as aggressive as he should. And now right. that gave, look, it clearly gave Scorpio enough time to yep, exactly. get a second wind. Yep. And just a little side note for what's going on. We're live here in uh, Boston. New York Island is three to three overtime. Whoa, really? Yep. Overtime Nine minutes left in overtime. Crazy. Oh, and what a hell of a match we got going on, Scorpio and Sandman. 
Ooh. We looked at the nice timer. Nice sell by Sandman. That was a great pile driver and, like you said, a great sell by Sandman. And we were talking about, just prior to the match starting, is this match going to happen? How much time is there? And this match has fucking been nonstop action. And well done. Yep. Scorpio goes for a splash. Sandman moves. Scorpio is in the center of the ring. Clothesline from Sandman. This may be one of the best matches that Sandman's been in. I think this is the most impressed I've been by Sandman in a match. And I think woman thinks the same way based on her look. <laughs> Sandman told you, don't drink. Wait until after the show to drink. <laughs> You'll do much better in the ring. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am a wrestler. I do know how to wrestle. <laughs> oh, tosses him. Oh, oh. Same man tossed Scorpio out of the ring, but then Scorpio over. Oh! Ooh. Moonsault, roll up. One, wow. two, three. Wow. Scorpio wins clean. Scorpio wins clean. What a match! Wow. That's awesome. Scorpio wins. Hey, this is what gives Scorpio some props here, yeah, man. Shit. Hell yeah. Oh, but great. No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it is. Same man comes right back with the cane. Fuck you. You beat me. I'm beating your ass now. That's awesome. Scorpio got his ass beat by Malenko Benoit. He won Benoit. the match. I'm winning the war, bitch. Comes back, though. He wins the match clean. Gets attacked by Sandman. And guess who's back? It's the Lollipop Guild of Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit. <laughs> 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 They're back to kick some ass. And this show's coming to a close. What a fucking episode to start off the year in 1995. Oh, the crowd's chanting Sabu, Sabu, Sabu. Wow, what a way. I mean, we kicked off 95 last episode, but that was still 94 recorded shit. This is the first 1995 recorded episode here on the January 10th show. And man, that was fucking good. It was good. I liked it. We good get, main event there. Um, we get the, get the debut of Raven. Debut of Raven. Nice little tar spin there at the end. I didn't. I kind of thought Scorpio was just going to get his ass kicked, and it would just be like a a build up of sympathy for him, putting Salmon over as know, some kind of vicious monster. But it did not go there. Out they had their match, and fucking Scorpio won because Sandman was not taking him seriously. Right, and they're pushing Scorpio up, obviously too. Like, they say, hey, look at his, look at his, look what he can do. You know, yeah, like right when you said right. it. Like, oh, Sandman's not doing it. He's not really doing anything. He had the whole match turned. Right. And he lost in a matter of, like, a minute. Hey, man, I was, I was impressed with all that. You know, from the top of the show, Raven debuts, helps Steve yep. Richards win a match against Hack Myers. We get the MSG launch party. We get all the stuff with Shane Douglas and his chicks. Ron Simmons cuts a promo. Shane Douglas has his promo. Too Cold comes in. He gets his ass beat, has a fucking great match with the Sandman. Like I said, probably, in my opinion, one of the best Sandman matches, like wrestling mm -hmm. quality of late. I mean, we love the caning matches and whatnot and how historic that was with Tommy Dreamer, but those are just a random wrestling match. It's fucking great against Too Cold. Too Cold pulls it off, wins, then gets his ass beat after the match. 
what a fucking episode. And then the production quality, they added segments where, oh, this is Stevie Rich's. This is what he's done. This is what Hack Myers has done. And, oh, here's this new thing we have. This is our vocabulary of who these guys are. You know, Fox's greediest, his woman, and so forth. You know, that um, extreme encyclopedia. That was cool. Good way to start in 1995. Agreed. So we're going to take a little break. We don't know what music we're going to play at this point, but we'll we'll find something that has to do with what we just listened to and what we watched. (laughs) And then we'll be back for January 17th, 1995. And just to give you a little preview, we're going to get Mikey Whipwreck against Paul Loria. We're going to get Al Snow's debut against Osama Nishimura. We're going to have the Pitbulls versus the Bad Breed. And in that match, the losing team must split up. So we're going to get all that on the next episode. And more Raven on that January 17, 1995 show. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back.
All right, we're back now, and hope you guys enjoyed it. It was TLC Creep. That's what we went with. And the reason why it was chosen was because it was the top song in January of 1995. You know, so that's why we went with it. Man, that was a fucking song, though. If you were at a dance back in 1995. Oh, yeah. It was bumping. Oh, yeah. Every time. boys club dance. Yeah, boys club. Oh, Boys Club for us in Massachusetts. I don't know what other. Oh, maybe there's oh, YMCA's. Oh yeah, Boys. No, Boys Boys Club was yeah. everywhere. Boys Club of America. Boys and Girls Club of yeah. America. Yeah, Boys yeah, and Girls are... Club. Yeah, we can't forget that. It's Boys and Girls Club. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we're all creeping around. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-five. It was a uh, twelve-year-old Mike Prua creeping. So I creep. Yeah, I'm just creeping around the outside, just trying Parents to find a horrified. girl to dance with. <laughs> Fucking poisoning my children with this crap. Oh, man. So, yeah. Hope you enjoyed that. And now we're going to move on to our Is that next when episode. when teenage pregnancy went up? Around the time. <laughs> man, I think teen- teenage pregnancy uh, went up around the time we were born because... <laughs> How many fucking yeah, parents? Yeah, a lot of young parents. That's true. <laughs> We're like... They like to make a thing of it now, like, oh, teen mom, teen mom. No, fucking teen mom was fucking 30 years ago. 30, 40 years ago. That was yeah. teen mom. Yeah, my parents were 20 and 21 when they had me or something like that. Right. My mom was 20, and I was the second kid. Yep. My sister's four years older than me. My mom was fucking 16. That's fucking teen mom. Right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. She should be on fucking MTV making a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd be, eh, a, eh. <laughs> you'd be a ruined childhood star. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they just exploited me on MTV. Yeah. I remember when I was little and I was playing with my fucking Fisher Price toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watching uh-huh. MTV for the first time and Nintendo, Mario Brothers, and everyone was yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if MTV kicked off like that. Teen Mom. 1985 version. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Smoking cigarettes in, like, restaurants and shit. Oh, my God. So many things. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's get back to the extreme ECW hardcore episodes here. And, you know, breaking news. And we're recording this portion of the episode a few days after recording the first episode and WWE Network or Peacock rather has just decided to add ECW Hardcore TV 1995 but what we're going to say right now and what we plan to do is we're going to try to avoid using those episodes from now on (laughs) as long as our pal Richard Land will continue to provide us the episodes we're sticking with those original episodes so for this episode, January 17th, 1995, ECW Hardcore TV, episode 91, we are still using the original. So if you have access to the BTT drive, go ahead and go over there and click on that if you're going to watch along with us and get set up there. But I just wanted to bring that up because shit, they are there. I guess that's a good thing because you can just watch it freely. But we don't want to use those on this anymore. because. Did you check to see if they're edited the same way? Like without licensed music and stuff? Yes, I already did. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I put on this episode we're about to watch. 
And gotcha. I was like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're not using it. So, for now, we have through January. I'm going to ask Richard for February this week, and hopefully he can deliver it for us. I can't see him saying, fuck off, it's on Peacock. I'm not giving you shit. <laughs> I can't see him doing that, but. Yeah, you just, you know. Yeah. Being respectful. Exactly. All right, so let's do it here. It's ECW Hardcore TV, episode 91, January 17th of 1995. We've got a runtime of 44 minutes and 57 seconds on this. JV, are you set to go? I'm ready. All right, I'm ready to go. And if you're watching along with us, you should be ready at this point. And I'll give a countdown three down to one. When I say play, we will all click play. Three, two, one, play. Ooh, there's Raven. Here we got real music, because we got the real shit. Imagine watching this on Peacock. It would just be fucking boring as fuck. You'd be looking at Raven with some shitty music in the background. I'd rather have no music. It would be cool. Right, exactly. Well, at least here we get the offspring. We got the offspring. These guys were monsters in the 90s. Oh, big time. And this was actually one of their breakout songs, but before they even became even bigger. They become much bigger yeah. around like 98. They have like a great trajectory of stardom. Yeah. Spans, you know, quite a few years. They definitely weren't like a one hit, one or two year, one hit wonder or two year, you know, fad. They stuck no. around. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them after like 2002. But <laughs> but. They, did, they did start to get a little bit more what's feel like poppy. Yes. Like they were feeding into like that MTV. Oh, of course. Uh, you know. Well, that's what helped them get big. Yeah. It was um, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yeah. I hate that song. <laughs> I liked it at the time. You know? Me too. I hate it now. I got the whole album, Americana. So terrible. It was the... Uh, the album. Well, what's funny here, though, is Raven. You know, he's 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 looking like you know the typical punk yeah. guy of the time, but he's just walk, walking through a suburban neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you're not punk at all, and that and that's tip, like that's a typical attitude or a typical thought of people that thought this way. Like, oh, I'm punk, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm from a fucking suburb, so I have nothing to be yeah. pissed off about it anyway. You're spoiled, motherfucker. Right. I'm a spoiled <laughs> motherfucker, but I hate my parents, so my parents are just so lame. They don't get me. Yeah. And It's like you grow up in a house with your own yacht. and Right, you what? grew up in a house? Yeah. Not in an apartment? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Give me a fucking break, man. You had You're cable? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of something that doesn't get spoken about with Raven's character is that I'm going to add that to his character. That Raven, you're a spoiled brat. <laughs> your eyes and steal your dreams. All right, so let's take a listen to Raven here. Kurt Cobain didn't make it and left an entire generation of tortured souls behind. Tommy Dreamer, take heed. Quote the Raven, nevermore. All right. 
Already going after Tommy Dreamer. It's Raven. For this opening alone, this is another reason why I don't want to not have these episodes available to us anymore. <laughs> I need to hear this every episode. I don't want to hear the bullshit on the network. I need to hear Rob Zombie. So he has every episode? Um, I don't think he has them personally, but he gets them from other people. To them. He'll get them for us and share them. That's awesome. Wow. Here we are. Oh, Joey Styles. Joey. Generation X. Is that what he said, right? Yeah, he said Generation X. I don't know what he means. Like, it's an older generation. Well, yeah, actually, Generation X was generation of this time. There's no millennials yet. Al Snow. Al Snow, the, debut. The Snowman. It's funny that that's his nickname here. Snowman. What happened to the audio? Yeah, that happened to me too. I feel like Drop this happened down. last episode or the one It did. Yep. Alright, so just a reminder, everybody, these episodes are coming from the ECW Arena on January 7th, 1995. So we're going to get three more matches from that show. We got Mikey Whipwreck coming out to the ring. Yeah, I can hear some back. Yeah, the audio is a little funky here. But the video quality is awesome. Yeah. All right, Jason's being introduced as the sexiest man on earth, of course. And Jason is representing Paul Loria, who had previously attacked Mikey Whipwreck. So we're going to get the match here between the former tag team partners, the Young Dragons. Giant Paul Laria. Mikey doesn't like it. Doesn't make sense. The back of Paul Laria's shirt says Mikey doesn't like it. Yeah. Here we go. Mikey Whipwreck staring. He's ready to fuck up Paul Laria. W guy right there. Fan favorite. All right, now we got a highlight package of Mikey Whipwreck. Getting his ass beat by Mike Awesome, Mike awesome Mr. Hughes. Every single time they show a highlight package of him, he's getting his ass kicked. Well, and his, when he debuted, right, he started winning matches he should have lost. Like, right, no he, well, he was Right, exactly. He was winning by DQs. People were beating him up too much that the referee reversed decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was 911, I think. Yeah. Well, it was multiple people, but yeah, 911. A couple of times. One half of the ECW Tag Team Champions.
So, what's great about this, and we said this earlier, you know, I think last week too, is that the video packages are perfect because of they're expanding their audience. They're available on more TV channels than ever before. Yep. So they're basically reintroducing their characters. Like, oh, this is who Mikey Whipwreck is. He's about to have a match, but take a look at what he's done so far. To get you interested in this match coming up. Great producing. Paul Heyman. Yep. Obviously, hey. no, obviously we know he's... You're going to lodge a man. present. Got to right. reintroduce yourself. Yep. Oh, very smart move. And Chip, Mikey Whipwreck is taking advantage right away. Mikey Whipwreck is finally in a position of being the favorite. <laughs> Not the underdog anymore. Loria had a hell of a debut. <laughs> I mean, it sucked, but it was... Right, he had a debut of like, oh, I'm gonna, I kicked your ass out of nowhere. You to get a lot of time. Yep. Mikey Whipwreck fucking chopping away. Whip to the corner. Back body drop. <laughs> when you're 5'5", five, five, that's great distance. So Joey Styles just said about Paul Laurie taking a back body drop. Paul Laurie looks like little Guido. Nunzio. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Nunzio. It's not, though, right? It's not. No. Atomic drop. We actually had seen Nunzio earlier in our coverage of ECW back in early 94. had a few matches. His last name was Stone. Come on. Come on, this is ECW. You're going to take a chair away from me? Fuck you. Referee's taking the chair yeah, let's, away from let's Mikey Whipwreck. Let's get extreme here. Oh, oh there's, shit. There's extreme. That's extreme. Ooh. Man. Mikey goes running at Paul Loria, and Paul Loria just lifts him up, and Mikey takes the fucking throat to the guardrail. He's stealing that one. Referee's yelling at Jason. Not looking at what Paul is doing, though, with his, his wannabe Shawn Michaels tights. 1995. Who the fuck has a crutch? Someone from the crowd give a crutch? We are at that time period where the crowd is bringing weapons in. Yeah, Joey Styles nice putting over. Suplex. Yeah, that was a nice snap suplex from Paul Loria. Joey Styles putting over his conditioning despite his height. The first thing I'm thinking is, hey, Joey. I bet you're not much taller, so. Yeah. <laughs> Casting stones, buddy. You're right. And now the green eyed monster rears its ugly head again as Gloria unloads. 
Then Mikey Whipwreck versus Paul Laurier. Decent match here. Oh, what a bulldog. Love bulldogs. From Mikey. And a nice spin roll up. One, two, kick out. This is a damn good match. Oh, low blow from Paul to Mikey. Just like that, Mikey's behind. Back down. Hey, this would, this would be a match criticized by some people today on AEW. Oh, both guys are shorter than 5'8". <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yeah, having a good they match. watch fucking 5'6", Tom Cruise fucking save the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and do impossible missions and fucking... Yeah, mission, impossible missions. Yeah. <laughs> mission impossible. Impossible mission. But they have Great wordplay there. Short people playing. <laughs> Stars on fictional wrestling show. Oh, man. It's so funny. Like, Tom Cruise could easily be cast as, like, McLovin. Like, <laughs> instead. Yeah, he could play anybody. I love Tom Cruise. I think he's a great fucking actor. But no, of course he is. But yeah. I, I mean, like, height-wise, he could have just been, like... in. Put in that kind of role as an actor. Oh, yeah. He could. He uh, could have. He like, could oh, you're have a lot been, of nerd in movies. Yeah, put glasses on him. Right. He could be Rick Moranis. <laughs> yeah, he could have been Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. Could have been on the unemployment line. Like in Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was. I heard your TV was loud, and I was on the ledge, and I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to shut it off. But, yeah, right, you know, Dana. Yeah. All right. Hey, Dana. Um, I'm having my uh. We're going to have a party. All my friends are accountants. We're going to come. It's going to be a good time. You should come and play. And we have music. Yeah. And she like just shuts the door on him. <laughs> oh, I love it. Fucking Dave Favo. Nobody knows what that means, but Dave Favo. That's what that is. This is a good match going on here. I like Paul Aria. Sonic's very first matchup. I don't know why they don't use the fact that they were tag team partners. I think they briefly... I think Joey did say, oh, they were partners. But they never bring up the Young Dragons as being the team. It's like, oh, in another place. Like, where the fuck else would they have wrestled? <laughs> like, no, they wrestled here as the Young Dragons. That's the team they were. Bring that up. I think Paul Laurier might be better than Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> That's not a Fez press. Paul Laurier just fucking dove on him. From the from the ring apron to the outside of the ring and Joey Styles called it a Luthez press. It wasn't a Luthez press in the least. It's not my Luthez press. It's not Stone Cold's Luthez press. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> what Loria did was more like... camera light in his face ain't helping. Yeah. Well, what Loria did is more like a whoop cushion, like fucking Doink the Clown. Mm-hmm. Just fucking sat his ass on him. Yep. Oh, Mikey's going to the top. Oh, Loria's in the... top. Oh, crossbody! Wow! wow. 
Mikey hits a crossbody from the top rope all the way into the crowd on Polaria. Full extension. He, he stood very up. He stood up before he jumped. That was textbook. He, got, he made sure he was straight up before he jumped. Maximum wow. effort. And they go to commercial break, and then we get a replay of it. Let's see it again. Whew. That is a replay-worthy spot here. Legitness. I was talking shit about Mikey, and he comes up with this right after. I'm like, oh, Paul Laurie is better than Mikey. Then Mikey fucking hits this flying crossbody. Damn. That was cool. Nice shit. It's a big move. High risk maneuver. Help turn the tide, it looks like so far. Yeah, he's still yeah. on the offensive. Yeah, Mikey's big in charge. Hand. Mikey's in charge. Seesaw battle. Yep, back and forth here. Oh! Nice. Oh, nice. Was that a crucifix? No, that's not a crucifix. Not three, no. Got a, I forget what that's uh, called. It was like a crucifix. Crucifix pin. We're getting constant roll-up pins. A lot of kickouts. The action is great. Paul Laurie is back on the offense. Nailing Mikey. Mikey hits the ropes. Yeah, Mikey's sending off outside. Mikey to the ropes. Nice clothesline Oof. from Laurie. Laurie going for a pinfall. One, two, sloppy. Come on, man. Yep, Joey Styles calls it arrogant, arrogant pinfall attempt. Come on, man. How do you not cover both feet? Like pin, pin with both legs turned over. Nice drop kick from Mikey Whipwreck to Paul Loria. Both men down. Don Finnegan making the count. We're at three. Four. Snap man. Nice. Yeah, nice rushing. Yeah. Into the pin. Wow, this is a good fucking match, man. Yeah, these guys, they've got a lot of wind in them right now. I don't think we've seen Mickey. Mickey. Mikey, uh... He's never had a match like this. No. No, he's having a match with somebody he can have a match with. Yep. Yeah, he's definitely got a good dance partner here in Paul Laria. Well, we used to see Mikey just up against big guys getting his ass beat. Yep. Now he can have a wrestling match. I'm actually seeing him wrestle. Both of these guys are fucking damn good in this match. Now Jason's gonna get involved and fuck everything up, of course. Jason goes on to the apron. Mikey punches him out. Mikey grabs Paul. Going for a pile driver? Oh. Oh. Looks like going for a pile on Paul Laurier reverses. Gets a two count on that reversal. Mikey has his back turned to Jason. Jason kicks him in the back of the head. Hey, referee, you saw that. How do you allow this to continue? Mikey's so down. Guys. Paul's on the top. It's lightweight. Paul hits a bulldog. Oof. He did. He just stole Mikey's move. What a biter. And, and how? You're right. He fucking stole his finishing and move. He hits a bulldog. It. And how, in good conscience, does the referee say, "Okay, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, no shit. I'll pin. I'll make the pin." So you just saw the fucking manager kick him in the head. How do you then now say, "Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make the count." It's corrupt. 
Should have been fucking DQ. Bullshit. Mikey's pissed. Drop kicks Paul from behind. Jason drops. Oh! Jason takes, wow. a, takes a bump. Mikey does a plancha over the top rope. Landing on Jason. Now he's fucking beating on him. Looks like he's biting his head. <laughs> Abdul the Butcher style. Hey, and I'm one I'm one to bitch about referees, and this is definitely a spot to bitch about a referee. You saw fucking Jason kick the guy in the back of the head. He kicked Mikey in the back of the head. Paul Laurier went to the top, hit a bulldog, and then you say, Oh yeah, okay. That's fine. One, two, three. Whatever. Yeah, I agree, Joey. So you can still get disqualified in ECW? Don't they all ex extreme matches? No. No? Okay. No. Oh, the encyclopedia. This is Here we cool. go. I love the encyclopedia. This. Here we go. Well, who's who's on the docket today? It's a bad breed. Chubbiest rottenness. <laughs> <laughs> Too chubby rotten. Uncouth British punks who would rather fight than love. Hence the girth. Why? Because if they love, they fucking be more lightweight because they fucking bang so much, I guess. All right, moving on now. Pitbulls, <laughs> meanest badasses, high-strung powerhouses with a knack for brawling, beast with a lust for blood, meanest badasses. <laughs> high-strung powerhouses. Well, definitely Pitbull number one is high-strung powerhouse. Like coked-up roid heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I guess Anthony Durant, too. He would be fucking high-strung. Shit he did. He was the worst one, actually. All right, Crippler Chris Benoit. Sabu. Alright, so we're getting the recap of when Chris Benoit broke the neck of Sabu. Who I, I can't really believe he broke his neck because he was wrestling the next week. So I don't know how legit that is. Broken neck. Sounds more like a Paul Heyman gimmick that was created. <laughs> oh, he broke his neck. No, it just looked bad on TV, and you yeah, ran from with the it. brain of Paul Heyman. Right. You ran with it because it looked horrible. It was fine, obviously, because he was wrestling the next week, and he gave Chris Benoit a nickname, the Crippler. Sabu's wrestling career, but Crippler Chris Benoit was not done, because then with the help of his new tag team partner, the shooter Dean Malenko, Benoit and Malenko fractured the shoulder of the All-American Ron Simmons, the number one Now what a team here, for Shane Benoit and Malenko, man. Title, Crippler Chris Benoit had struck again, but he was not finished, because at Holiday Hell 2, Going one on one with the Shaw of the ECW Hackmeyers. Hack All right, so we got a whole Shaw, Shaw Hack, Hack Shaw. That was a big fucking. 
That's impressive, the moves he busts out on these big guys. Yeah, Benoit. This is, a, yep. this is a nice little package of Benoit's run here so far in ECW. What they're, what they're building to here is Taz and Sabu against Malenko and Benoit. Yep. Man, what a match that's going to be. <laughs> Look at Al Snow. Looks like a job. <laughs> yeah, he does. The fuck? I was, Looks like Al fat Billy Kidman. <laughs> Al Snow's wearing some shitty-ass metallic blue tights. The crowd loves him because they've read some magazines and dirt sheets. Well, like, yeah, Al Snow, baby. We love Al Snow, the snowman. All right, so we got the return of... Asamu Nishimoro put a damn good match with Shane Douglas a couple months back. And now we got Al Snow taking on Asamu Nishimura. The, the crowd, man. The crowd is already pumped for him. So he's, he's a darling at this point. Man, he has no build to him at all. It's funny, it's 95. He's going to be in WWF in like a year. He's going to be a lot bigger than this. <laughs> when does the head gimmick start? We're going to get to see him transition. Right now he's fucking Ken Shamrock. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like a... Matt wrestler right now, but yeah, he's gonna go to WWF in ninety late, later in ninety five into ninety six, and he's gonna make his return, I believe, in ninety six, maybe it's early ninety seven, the ECW, and he was still working for WWF, but they sent him over there so that he could try to get over a new gimmick, basically. Nice driving knees there. Those look those look legit. So he gets over the new gimmick and then comes back. Gets the head thing over. Which is crazy. They had that... WWF and ECW had that working relationship at the time. Yep. That he was just able to go work at ECW even though he was getting paid by WWF. That's awesome. Good for <laughs> these guys. Let them work. Make money. Right. Don't handcuff them. They're not getting benefits. No, no. It's like, oh, you're a sorrow. Oh, you got a good gimmick over over there? All right, come back here now and use it. It's everybody want. Head. Everybody does need head. <laughs> I think that's a universal claim. Yep. <laughs> that's an amateur move in professional wrestling. <laughs> That's funny. In professional wrestling, amateur moves are more respected. <laughs> this is professional, but we love the amateur stuff more. Amateur amateur means you're legit in professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, they're like if you if you really want to beat some up in real life, try these amateur moves. Because <laughs> those are the ones you could realistically get off in a fight. Yeah. Right? Pro professional just means you get paid. <laughs> yeah. 
Amateur means you know what you're doing. Professional means you get paid. Yeah, decent match here, but not as good as the Shane Douglas match that we had. Well, Nishimura's not getting, like, any offense in. Like, this is an Al Snow showcase. Right. Again, it's like he's the, the new darling of the independents. Let's showcase him. Figure four. Ric Flair move. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're getting a wrestling episode here. First match, Mikey and Paul Loria. That match went about nearly 15 minutes. And now we are already here with you know, five minutes, nearly five minutes into this match. So this is the wrestling episode. Not a lot of promos. We got to be getting a public enemy one though, right? No. Uh, let me just skim through. Let's see. Are we can. Oh, we are. Mac. Yeah, right after this match, we're gonna get a public enemy promo. So. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> And then there's now one other. Ground and bound. We're going to get that losing team must split match coming up later, too. The Pitbulls versus the Bad Breed. And that's why they were on the encyclopedia. Yep. Those two teams. I love that encyclopedia. <laughs> oh! Yeah, they keep doing that. Whoa. Whoa. It's like a perfect flex. Nice. The hook. Nice suplex. I'll still get out of it. This guy is an athlete. I do like how they do have these wrestling matches in here. Technical wrestling matches. Basically as a way to like simmer down the crowd. Like, hey, yeah. you can you need to calm down. You're gonna see some good wrestling too. <laughs> it's just not constant bullshit and craziness. Not Jerry Springer. Right. Sometimes you're going to have to sit there and watch a damn good wrestling match. That's what this is. They seem to enjoying it. Oh, they love it. I think that's partly why ECW becomes so special is because there is that hardcore element. But then there's, oh my God, look at these awesome wrestlers. This is like Japan. Because at yeah, this international time. International stars. Right. 94 and 95, Japan is Arguably having the best wrestling matches going on. Really? According to, like, Wrestling Observer. PWI and shit. Right. Well, like, Dave Meltzer and shit. So this is what they're reading about. And it's like, oh, shit, it's here. It's here in ECW. It's nowhere else. Other than here, it's in Japan. But we're getting it right here. So I think Paul Heyman was smart enough to realize, oh, shit, let me take Capitalize on that. It. And bring it to my thing. Yep. I already got the hardcore. They love that. Let me bring the, the popular dirt sheet wrestling matches here. Al Snow versus Yeah, Nishimura. he definitely knows his market. Right. right. The smart wrestler. You know, the smart fan. Yep. Yeah, he's just fucking capitalizing on it. Nishimura going to the top rope. Al Snow's down. Drop kick. Wow, what a drop kick. This match is really heating up now. I'm wondering how Al Snow's going to win this, because he, he, he's got to win. Yeah, it's his debut. 
Well, I mean, he put maybe a tough loss. Maybe. Close loss. Yeah, respectable loss. They might have owed this guy a win. Another drop kick off the top rope. Al Snow does kick out again. Pee Wee's the ref in here with a mohawk. What's he doing? Or is that just a high fade? <laughs> Can't tell. To zoom in more. Actually, it looks like, like a mullet in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another two count. Nishimura going for a suplex. Al Snow blocks it. Going for it again. Blocks it again. Al Snow reverses. Oh. Ooh. Like gut buster, I guess. You call that. That shit's got to suck. Those Reverse ropes. suplex onto the ropes. Those ropes are tough. Yeah, these are court, like cables. Ooh. Al Snow, Ooh. I, I don't think he hit him. <laughs> I don't think he did either. He missed. <laughs> he missed, but the camera was... <laughs> he won on that, too. We'll find I out don't... when they show the replay. Yeah, show the replay, because I don't think he hit him. <laughs> I mean, which is the point. You don't want to hit him, but you need to be close enough where it looks like you hit his neck. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks so blatantly. But it looked like it was off to the side of his head. All right, the crowd's loving it. Al Snow is going to great match on the list. Handshake. Yeah, he missed. That's why they're not showing the replay. Yeah, exactly. Definitely missed. Here we go. All right, our boys, Public Enemy. Steaming locomotives, <laughs> able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the Public Enemy. That's right, Johnny. And the only difference between us and Superman is why, Rocco? We ain't afraid of no kryptonite, baby. <laughs> Let's get some shout-outs, Rocco. Oh, yeah, Johnny. First of all, I'd like to make a shout-out to our good friends, Sabu and Taz, the two bums that could never beat the public enemy. <laughs> shout-out. And second of all, Let's give a shout-out to the crippler, Chris Benoit, and the shooter, Mr. D. Malico. Because they don't mind being the second tag team in the ECW. Behind, of course, Public Enemy. Right. Shout-out! Oh, Johnny, I'd like to make a quick shout-out to all my friends down at Titan Towers. Because every week they be talking about us. God, every single week they be saying good things about us. They keep saying the new generation, the new generation, and everybody knows the new generation must be the ECW. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Vince. <laughs> shout out. Let's give a shout out to I love the shout good out. buddy, the franchise. Mr. Shane Douglas. Yeah, for not only torture and Tully Blanchard for one single hour, but all them ECW fans for one single hour. Oh, Mr. Franchise, please call a public enemy to get the job done. Somebody do the job. And did you hear the real big news, Johnny, this week? Oh, What's happening? Yeah. Rocco. Well, you know Rocco, hot on the press. Right. Yeah. First, Paulie dangerously figurine and 
Ben, uh, look at him scream without me from the drive-by. I think maybe Johnny needs a little drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Morocco, what? That can't be Polly. Why? His mouth ain't big enough. Sure it is, because he lost oh. his head after he became enemies of the is that fucking enemy. shampoo? What is that? It's like a Shout new Polly bottle. It's like a Kermit the Frog Johnny. shampoo bottle. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one last thing, Johnny, before we go. Talk to me, Rocco. I'd like to thank all the fans for giving us this time. Mr. Johnny Grudge and Flyboy Rocco Rock, public enemy, and all that. <laughs> Peace! I liked it. That was good. That was fun. No, I liked it. I liked the whole good shout shit. out gimmick. Yeah, it was a mix, you know, match to matches to entertaining promo. Yeah. And, you know, they're better promo guys. Alright, so Joey's hyping the match. Losing team splits up. Bad Breed versus the Pitbulls. And this is from January 7th, 1995. It's a fucking Donnie Brook. A brawl. I guess the match started. I heard the. I heard the bell. Yeah. I heard the bell. Oh, oh, there's the ref. Oh, man, what a back body drop from Axel to Pitbull number two. Nails him with a fucking frying pan. No, not to give too much away already, but this is going to lead to a classic feud in ECW. Ooh, hockey stick <laughs> broken over the back it's of Pitbull number two stick. from Axel Rotten. Philadelphia Flyers. This crowd's nuts. They're fucking loving it. Everyone is standing up. So they got their wrestling match, but now they're getting their hardcore shit. <laughs> yeah, Al Snow and Nishimura. Now we're on to fucking bloodbath. Between the Pitbulls and the Bad Breed. Hey, we haven't done a timestamp. It's kind of late in the show, but fuck it. 3751 52 dude dead on wow Ooh, big miss splashed ends up outside damn Pitbull 2 is taking the all the bumps hits the ring side and ends up on the outside hey where's Pitbull number 1 what is he doing what's Gary Wolf doing fucking asshole guy likes to run his mouth talk shit he's not even in this match at all hiding what's he doing yeah him and Ian are fucking just jerking off Doing nothing. Beating each other off. Fucking jacking each other off. Got a cookie sheet now involved. Oh, a wooden chair. There's no fucking faking a wooden chair shot. <laughs> there's no faking any chair shots, but fucking never mind a wooden chair. Yeah, there's Gary Wolf. There he is. Pitbull number one. Now he's got the cookie sheet. 
Ian Rotten's busted open. Axel Rotten nailing away on Anthony Durant. Pitbull number two. This is all over the place. Why do you even need a referee? Yeah, this is wild. I mean, definitely a big... Whew. I mean, if they're trying to get um, variety, considering, you know, what we've watched so far for matches, this yeah. does the trick. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. We, this feels like a totally different show. Right, we, we just had two solid wrestling matches, and now we got this hardcore match. Great programming. Yes. It's called Extreme Championship Wrestling. You gotta have an Extreme Championship match. <laughs> and here it is. Oh, oh. It's a big left. Big left. That was a brutal left. Jesus. Thought he was going to do something cool. He does a little shit stomp. <laughs> shit kicked it ahead. Oh, there they are battling on the outside. Ian just fucking... Oh, what is, what is he hitting him with? He's hitting people number one. A sheet rock? It was two different things. Back to back. Shit, they're fighting in the crowd. In the ring. Oh, oh. The boxing. Oh my god. There's, it's just blow for blow. This is awesome. And a nice clothesline. That was a fucking sick lariat. Hey, Bad Breeze never looked this good. No. Bad Breeze stepped it up to a new level on this episode. Hey, you can hear the crowd clapping too. Like, fucking, we appreciate this. It only took them a fucking year and a half to get over. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. These guys are busted open. This is Axel's, like a fucking Mortal whew. Kombat fight. It's this like is, a video game. Yeah, this is just nuts. Pitbull number two goes up. He Big sucks. Elbow. Jumps up. Suck. Comes down with a punch. It looked like an elbow. It was a punch. I thought it was a, like a punch. Yeah, like just a, a fist to the head. Yep. We had Axel just previously beating on him with a microphone. And Joey Styles said, I'm not using that again tonight. This has not been a tag team match at all. No. It has not I don't been. even know if these, I can't confidently say these are the legal men. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is legal men. There, there has hasn't not, been a tag. Like there hasn't been anybody, started. right, there hasn't been anybody on the apron. Wow, we got an ECW chant. This is... We haven't heard many chants, ECW. Wow, nice DDT. But yeah, JV, I don't think we've heard many ECW chants at all. No. 
It's it mostly just... a lot of... They're focused on the match not being the show. They're focused on being spectators. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, we just heard it, and that's like the first time, I think. ECW. Oh, ECW. ECW. Really? We haven't heard that yet? I just thought you meant for this show. Maybe when all the chairs got tossed in that one time. Yeah. Oh, oh Frankensteiner. Uh, we don't hear it this often. This guy shows up finally. It's a Frankensteiner wins the match. Wow. This guy's been MIA for like fucking six minutes. Pitbulls pull it off. Bad Breed has to split. You're yeah. done. You got to know the Pitbulls are going to win. Look at them. We're breaking you up. They're the new team. What's Joey got to say? The bad breed is no more. Oh, shit! Ian just attacked fucking <laughs> Axel. There it is. This is well, it. Hey, they can't be a par partner anymore. Right, they're not partners, so let's fuck. Fuck it, let's fight each other. Here we go. <laughs> You're like, fuck it, let's fuck. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped <know>. there. <laughs> fuck, let's fuck. <laughs> like, whoa. I meant fucking fight. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I get you. It's late. <laughs> fuck, let's fuck. <laughs> like, whoa. Extra ECW. <laughs> We're brothers. Look, I, don't I don't think I can watch it. We can cover this show anymore, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to see Ian and Axelrod fucking each other. <laughs> no, pass. Hard pass. But I do want to see them fuck each other up, and that's what we're yes. going to see over the course of 1995. So that's a feud now. Yeah, that's a feud. That's a big feud. They're going to stick around? I'm glad, because I wasn't sure, because I don't know where this goes. Like, was someone to get fired, and they were only going to keep one of them, maybe? No, they're going to go on, because this a is a legit Perfect. feud. This is one of the things I do remember from just getting the PWIs. Back in 1995, is that yeah, this yeah, was yeah. one of the cover stories? Was Ian Axel Rotten feud, and that brought attention to ECW for me. I was like, "Oh shit!" Wow. I was like, "Wow, that's cool." What's this? And then like learning about all the other guys from that. So this was a big story back in 1995. So here it is. It's starting here, and hey, good episode. Two good episodes that we covered here in early 1995, January 10th and 17th. So, man, we're on, we're on a roll now. It's 1995. It just keeps getting better. There's so many good wrestlers coming in. This is this is the year we're gonna get the gangsters, New Jack, Mustafa, Saeed. We're gonna get Bubba Ray, the Dudleys. There's so much more to come. So, fucking enjoyed that. Uh, JV, what was your favorite match of the show, though? Um, I think I have to go with... I think I still got to go with Mikey Whipwreck and Paul Aria. I agree. It's, I, I, I mean, close, very, very close second was Al Snow and Nishimura. Yeah, they're neck and neck. Yep. But I got to go Whipwreck and Laria. Yeah. I mean, the, the main event was cool, but I don't know. 
It was cool. It was like we said, it was a hardcore match. It's, yeah. It was what they should have on the programming. That's what they're advertising. It's extreme championship wrestling. So you got to have this kind of extreme match. And then you got a nice little twist at the end. You had brothers mm-hmm. fucking turn on each other. And now they're going to have a feud. And he had two solid, two solid wrestling matches. Al Snow debuts. So at this point, when you're watching it for the first time, you're like, who the fuck's him? But he has a good match. With Nishimura. But yeah, Mikey Whipwreck, Paul Loria. That was a good story because you know that built up over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. This fucking scumbag jumps out of the Bam. crowd. Right, exactly. So Good shit there, so I, I totally agree. Mikey Doing Whipwreck. Like a frat boy coming out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So Mikey Whipwreck, Paul Loria stole the show, I think, here. And like I said, this was from the January 7th, 1995 House show at ECW Arena. And over these past two episodes, we covered most of this show. All right, so I'm just going to run through the card because not all of this is going to be shown on ECW Hardcore TV. So I just want to run through the card. You know, we saw last episode on January, the January 10th episode, Stevie Richardson, Hack Myers. And then we saw Al Snow defeating Nishimura on this episode, January 17th. Tuco Scorpio defeated Sandman. We covered that on the last episode on January 10th. And then Paul Loria and Mikey Whipwreck. We had that. And then the Pitbulls beating Ian and Axel Rotten. So those first five matches of January 7th, 1995 were all covered on those two episodes, January 10th and 17th. Now there are three matches, the three final matches that did not air. On ECW Hardcore TV. And they are. JT Smith defeating Chad Austin. Which fine. Yeah. Fucking cut that match. (laughs) But then. It was a big match. And this match was referenced in a promo. By Public Enemy. Shane Douglas. ECW champion. Wrestled. Tully Blanchard. To a draw. Supposed to be an hour long draw. It was actually 43 minutes, but it was an hour-long draw. And that did not air on TV. Obviously, they're not going to play that fucking whole match on ECW Hardcore TV. But they went fucking a Broadway, which means they did a whole fucking time limit match. And Shane Douglas retained. Oh, okay. And that's why Public Enemy was making the joke that Shane Douglas wasn't able to beat Tully Blanchard and Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for piecing that gap together. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for filling in that gap. But what's crazy is they start off like like Joey Styles make this, makes this big announcement. Like, oh, his opponent's going to be Tully Blanchard. And that's how one of the episodes ended a couple weeks back. And then Tully Blanchard opens the January 10th episode with a little promo against Shane Douglas. Like, here I am. I'm going to take you on. And then that match is not even on. <laughs> like, they don't even play it. So, that's that. They will have a couple more matches. One of those matches will be on ECW Hardcore TV, so we will get to see them in the ring against each other. But not this hour-long match, which, man, that's the match I actually want to see. Shane Douglas and Tully Blanchard wrestling. Fucking legit. I want to see it. 
but we won't. And then in the main event of that January 7th show was 911, Sabu, and Taz defeating the public enemy, Dean Malenko, and Chris Benoit in a handicap match. So 911 is like two guys. <laughs> 911, Sabu, and Taz. And they won when Taz pinned Rocco Rock. So that doesn't get aired either. But I just wanted to put it out there that that did happen on that same show from January 7th. 1995. And now we're going to head on out and do our wrap up. All right, we're back now for the Extreme ECW Live wrap up, and we are going to move on and continue on next time to cover January 24th and 31st of 1995. So we're going to wrap up this hot month of January 1995. On our next episode, which will be coming real soon. Also, check out JV and I on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. As this past week, we released episode 115. Hey, yo. Great episode. Yeah, great episode. Good episode. We're building up to WrestleMania. Stone Cold is now fucking around with the NWO. And Scott Hall is paying the price. So, that's what we're getting. That's what we're covering here on episode 115. And we'll be getting to WrestleMania within the next couple weeks. WrestleMania 18. So check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Also, follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Follow us on Twitter for the Extreme ECW Livecast at ExtremeCast. And follow me, Mike Pru, at NPRU83. And also, check out JV at John Van Damage. JV, any final words before we head on out of here? Uh, No. Nope. All right, so we'll be back real soon with our next episode of coverage of the Extreme ECW Livecast, ECW Hardcore TV, wrapping up January of 1995. And as we head on out of here, let's take a listen to some offspring. Come out and play Raven's entrance music. You'll enjoy it. So long, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, BTT Army, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Gotta keep them separated.
them separated. Hey! Man, you're talking back to me. Take it back. You gotta keep them separated. Separated. <laughs> 